What's up, guys? Welcome to our podcast. My name is Cassidy. I'm JC. And I'm Kaylee. And welcome to our podcast, Dear Future Husbands. We all cook, we all clean, and we still ain't got no rings. (laughs) Yep, perfect. That's the (laughs) intro. That's the intro. Hello, welcome back to Dear Future Husbands. I'm JC. I'm Cassidy. And I'm Kaylee. And today we have Kaylee, who will be doing her special episode with all of us. So Kaylee, what are you going to be talking about today? All right, so I will be talking about, wait for it, <laughs> drum roll. <laughs> I'll be talking about K-pop today. Surprise, <gasps> surprise. To start it off, I feel like my first question for you guys is, did you know I was a K-pop fan? Like, at what point of our friendship did you realize I was a K-pop fan? Because I feel like I'm pretty low-key about it. I, I don't remember a time when I didn't one. know. <laughs> really? I didn't know at all well, freshman year. I mean, yeah, freshman year, because I didn't know Kaylee that well. I feel like but... when we started living together, that's when I noticed. Because I remember you would always watch that music video. I thought it was an intro to a show. It's like a... I almost prob- like a whistle kind of thing oh it was the beginning of a song it was like some kind of music video and you kept watching it and i was like what is she watching and then i saw <laughs> it was k-pop <laughs> well yes that is what i'll be talking about today i feel like people have very polarized opinions they love to hate k-pop for no absolute reason but <laughs> i love it so that's what i decided to talk about today so <laughs> i guess first and foremost do you know what k-pop is korean pop music right Okay, and then, like, just kind of, like, give me a... Yeah, so, yeah. What do you guys know about K-pop, essentially? It's from Korea. <laughs> <laughs> BTS. Yeah. Blackpink. Not There's much. There's lots Not of other ones, yeah. <laughs> so, basically, I'm just kind of here to give you the brief background about K-pop. And so, yes, Jace was correct. K-pop is Korean pop. But there's kind of like a misconception about what it really is because people tend to think that it's the whole genre or it's a genre, but it really isn't. It's kind of weird that way, but basically it encompasses the whole industry. So there are K-pop songs that aren't pop music, so they take from different genres. And then there are genres outside of K-pop that are Korean music. So there's like K-hip-hop, K-R&B and stuff like that. But essentially what makes K-pop K-pop, because that's kind of a little confusing, is the trainee period. So all the K-pop idols essentially go through a training period first before they become idols. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, the reason why I think I'm qualified to speak about this, even though I'm not really qualified, but I am because I'm a journalist major. So, you know, I did my research and I've been a fan since 2011. So it's been nine years. It's it's not really a phase. Uh (laughs) So I guess to start off, I kind of just wanted to go over like the timeline sort of of what K-pop is because I don't know. Like, what do you guys think? How long do you think K-pop has been around? That's a hard question. (laughs) I feel like it's just been around, like, since music. I don't know. 20 years. So, actually, it's pretty close. K-pop has been around as, like, quote-unquote K-pop since 1992, which I thought was kind of surprising because, in retrospect, it's, like, not really that much older than us, right? So, yeah, K-pop started with a group called Soteji and Boys, and so they're the very first K-pop group, and then with them started, like, the first generation of K-pop, and then kind of, like, fast-forwarding a little bit, we're on Generation 4, so it really hasn't been too much. But after this first generation of K-pop with other groups like HOT, GOD, SES, Shenhua, Rain, Boa, and stuff like that, 
then was like Generation Two, which started in two thousand three, two thousand ten, and this is like when、mm. I like these are all the bands that I have been listening to, or like I started listening to. So really, like I'm I'm qualified to talk about K-pop. I'm like <laughs> there from almost the start. <laughs> But yeah, basically K-pop. When you look at it big picture, there are three main entertainment companies, and they're all formed within like the mid nineties. So SM Entertainment, YG Entertainment, and JYP Entertainment, and so basically every Every single big K-pop group, or for the most part, all the big K-pop groups came from one of these three companies, which is, I think, something a little different than what it's like here in the U.S. and other countries too. So yeah. So like, is it like what I'm picturing? Is it is it like the X Factor and like how One Direction was formed? Is like the audition and then they like、mm. pick the best ones? Is that how、right. they form groups? It's kind of like that, but the audition process is different than how the audition process is for those types of reality shows. But there. Is、oh. an audition process. Oh, so it's not、yeah. like it's not organic, and they're like all friends, and they form a group together, like that sort of thing. It's like they're all. I think they it's the best ones. It's a little bit of both. I think it is organic in the way that the group needs to have chemistry in order to debut, but at the same time, they do pick the best ones. Like only the best of the best really make it.、Mm, yeah. Okay. So yeah, Generation Two with groups like TVXQ, Shiny, Girls Generation, Super Junior, IU, Big Bang. I don't know if you've heard of any of. These groups, there's like a whole bunch more, but those are just some of the bigger names. They're kind of when K-pop started to get bigger, and they started to expand into other countries. So they started with Japan first because it's like right there, right,、mm. and then other Asian countries, and that's kind of what the word like the Hallyu wave started. So like the Korean wave, and then in 2011, which is when I got into K-pop, till around 2018 is when Gen Three started. So that's like EXO, BTS, GOT7, Winner, Icon, Twice. Blackpink, Red Velvet, like those groups. Monster、mm. X. Yeah, actually, Monster X too. Hey, I know another one. Podcast. <laughs> So that's when Gen Three started, and I think this is also when K-pop started to blow up more. Primarily, in my opinion, because of social media. Because even though YouTube came out in 2005, it wasn't really until 2012 when Psy had his, you know, big hit Gundam Style. I'm sure Cass、mm. danced to that over and over、yeah. again. That K-pop became a little bit、know? more mainstream. So after that, like all those other groups in Gen Three, kind of got that wedge into the mainstream. I guess not super mainstream, but the door was open for them. Right, so they became、mm-hmm. a lot bigger, and they became a lot more active on social media. And I think that they just became a lot more popular that way. And then Gen Four, I don't listen to new groups anymore, so I only know their names, but I'm not really a fan of any of these groups. But like Stray Kids, Gido, TXT, ATs, ITZYS, groups like that. So basically, that's just like the quick rundown of K-pop and the generations. I think since 1992, for the first K-pop group, K-pop as a whole has grown immensely. So it's really interesting to see how this. This has been like a process because I've kind of been here for a lot of it, or not a lot of it, but for a good part. And then, especially since even when I got into college until now, which is like four or five years almost, it really has changed a lot, a lot. So social media, you know, game changer, but also it, it's nice to see K-pop in media these days. <laughs> Okay, so why do you guys think K-pop is so popular? Like, do you have any opinions as to why? Because both of you aren't fans, opposed to I'm like a huge fan. So I just kind of want to see what you guys think compared to what I think slash know. I mean, I feel like the fans are just like. 
like hard they're hardcore fans Mm -hmm. i think i I think it's a mix of like the dancing because i feel like a lot of singers don't also dance like how they do so it's like more of a performance rather than just like vocals Mm -hmm. so they're like good at dancing plus they're good at singing and then of course like if it's like a boy band i feel like a lot of boy bands do well anyways so i feel like that's why bts is doing like super well and then maybe also like their music videos are really good compared to american music videos yeah i mean that's pretty much it covers a lot of what i think as well especially yeah like comparing i guess the korean culture and like the k-pop stuff versus western idols i think that yeah the music videos are just very different they have like dances that people can enjoy and like follow along to but i think opposed to like the musical aspect i think in korea a lot of the idols get to go on variety shows and different sorts of interviews so i think you get to see their personalities more and you're you feel more attached to the idols like you know them better opposed Mm -hmm. to like some of the western idols well they'll go on and promote their shows but it's kind of just like the basic interview sort of thing and then kind of going back to also the trainee period basically the trainee period i think is what defines what k-pop is in whole because have you guys heard anything about it really nope so basically kids audition kind of like what cassidy was saying they go to these companies you can audition to multiple companies but they're very competitive to get into because there's the big three which i mentioned earlier and a bunch of small ones but really your goal is to go to a more popularized company because there's a higher chance that you'll get to debut but really when i say they're kids they're like actually kids like some of these people fly in or go and then they live in these dorms and they train for sometimes 10 years before they get to become k-pop idols and that's only if they make it all the way through the process and are chosen to be part of these groups so i think it's literally insane but i don't know it's cool also i just watched the blackpink documentary on netflix i recommend you guys watch it if you're Uh at least somewhat interested in k-pop and kind of how they've expanded into the u.s because it's a pretty good doc even if you're not a fan of the group but yeah and then uh, okay so the next kind of like segment game i kind of wanted to play was i feel like k-pop as a whole has their own sort of lingo so i wanted to say some of these words and see if you could guess what it is oh god and then i'll tell you the correct definition so the first word kind of easy word because it's not just k-pop but it's stan I know what that means. Yeah. What is it? It's like I stand Teen Wolf. Stand, <laughs> it's like a I... hardcore fan, basically. Yeah. I ship it. Would it be a well, no, ship is for couples? Ship is different. Yeah, ship is different. But Stan, yeah, it kind of it just is like a hardcore fan. I didn't know that was a K-pop term. Is that where it came from? K-pop. I'm actually not 100 percent sure. Not all of these are strictly K-pop, but they're all K-pop heavily used words. Mm, um, gotcha, so gotcha. like the next one is light sticks. Obviously, you know what a light stick is, but like, do you know what it means in? In K-pop? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a noun. It's like, it's, it's... Is it a glow stick? Yeah. But do you know, like, what it is in K-pop? Well, though, she just said it was a light stick. Yeah, but I said glow what, stick. What it symbolizes or something? Is there some kind of, like, symbolism behind but the light what stick? What do they use? How do they use it? They K-pop? use it, like, in concerts and stuff, I'm imagining. Like, when, when the slow songs are playing or something, you wave it back and forth. Is that what it's used for? Okay, you're like half right basically starting from big bang they kind of started this whole thing it's individualized light sticks they're they're bigger than like a glow stick though like they're they're kind of big and they're they have like different designs for every single group and every single group has a different color so it kind of like represents 
the band you're going to support. So a lot of people mm-hmm. go for like music shows and concerts and other things like that. They'll go and they'll bring the light sticks and they'll for every song they'll just like wave it around and stuff. So I think it's cool. Whoa, that is cool. Yeah. So the next one, the next word is bias. Do you know what bias is? Is it just like the regular definition of bias? Like your favor one thing over the other? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's probably not that I mean, telling from your laugh. Yeah, it is. I'm biased. Oh, it is? Kind of. Yeah, like okay. it's basically your favorite member of the group. Like that's who your bias is. Mm. So how would I say in a sense so like in a sentence in bts taehyung is my bias <laughs> oh um, yeah. so it's a noun mm-hmm. okay so the next word is all kill all kill, all kill? <laughs> <laughs> um you want me to use it in a sentence <laughs> yeah okay so or i can't really uh, i don't know these i'll give you a scenario so like for example bts just released the song and they one word oh wait i think i just gave the definition away <laughs> they win all the awards <laughs> basically there's different broadcasting stations and an all kill is when you win the awards from all the shows sort of thing because mm. music shows are like of all the people who are promoting songs promote and then through voting one person has like the top song so the all kill is yeah when they win all this one's easy like you know what a title track is right mm. <laughs> um is it the track that the album is named off of is it like the first song they release on the album like that sort of thing? that's also kind of close okay well basically the title track is like it's gonna be the track that has the music video with it it's like the track that they're promoting on all the shows and things like that so it's like oh. the main song it's not okay, necessarily yeah. the same title as the album or the first track but it is it's the same <laughs> idea sort of thing okay so that's title track do you know what B-sides are? B-sides? Yeah. (laughs) Why do we both say it at the same time? It's so funny. B-sides. I have no idea. Using it in a sentence. I can't really use it in a sentence without giving away the definition. Like, the title track is good, but I liked the B-sides better. The other songs (laughs) that are not the title. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, essentially. And then, do you know what an album is? An An album. album. Like... (laughs) Cassidy, stop copying me. I'm saying it first. You're lagging. An album, like... An album. Like... Wow. Kaylee explained this to me. An album has, like, the CD in it with Uh the songs. And then it also has, like, other things, like cards yeah and other gifts in it yeah essentially i thought that this was just like common but i guess it makes sense because i'm looking at non-k-pop albums and they're, they're just like usually the cd right but k-pop albums have yeah photo cards they have posters usually like lyrics and things like that and photo books so it's a lot more expensive but i think they're fun and they're like nice little merchandise collectors items for fans okay so then what do you think a repackaged album is maybe if someone returns an album and then you buy it for cheaper (laughs) i have another okay i think it's when so it's the same music it's just that they're adding more like things to it so people will buy it again that's closer yeah take that (laughs) (laughs) in terms of like 
adding new things. A repackaged album is usually they'll add one or two more songs and then do a completely different look for the album. Like the album will be called something else. Then they get to A, have another music video, B, promote it on music shows again. And then mm. C, it's just more money for the company, you know? Yeah, well, I guess they do that in regular music too because like it would be like maybe doing an acoustic version. Or, like, yeah. They add like a rap verse and bring someone else onto it. Yeah, it's similar. Usually it's like completely like extra songs though. Mm, yeah. I see, I see. Okay, do you know what a uh, comeback is? Like when bands go away and then like, oh, they're back. <laughs> it's a comeback like the Jonas Brothers. They're coming back into the music industry. Kind of, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, but it's less like the Jonas Brothers in which they were gone for how many years? And more so, it's just whenever they release a new album. Uh, what? Every so time they comeback. release a new album, they call it a comeback? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No freaking wonder that I always hear them say it's their comeback album. I'm like, <laughs> didn't they come back last year? <laughs> and then the last word that I have is fan signs. So do you know what fan signs are? Um, a sign that says... I'm a big I heart BTS. <laughs> they like wave it in the in the crowd and stuff. No? Um no. It's your <laughs> uh, it's your astrology sign um, for <laughs> No. Uh, Jay's do you have a guess? I don't know. Fans making some kind of sign with their hands. <laughs> Is it just like the logo of the band or something? I don't I know. I swear she said correct. The logo of the did group. she say correct to me? No, I did not say correct. No. <laughs> okay, I'll just tell you. <laughs> Essentially, it's when a certain amount of fans get to go and meet the members. So all of the members will sit on the stage like behind a table and then oh. all the fans oh. will go one by one and the artists right. will sign the album. Like yeah. signatures. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it now but it's super hard to get in because it's usually like 100 people per fan sign and the way to get in is you have to win by raffle and to enter the raffle you need to buy albums so people buy hundreds of albums it is it's genius but yeah do you guys have any questions i have a question okay so do you think that bts is leading the way well i don't know if they're the first to do that or they're just the most popular to do it but like leading the way towards k-pop groups making more songs in english okay so they're not the first group to do it but well bts has personally said like they're never gonna make an english album for the fans like they'll make it if they want to make it but it's not gonna be because like in order to get more access into western media but i think a lot of groups are doing it because that is the way that the media is accepting it like Mm -hmm. they don't play korean songs on the radio they'll play the english ones so if they'll make an english song it'll get more plays so i think in that way they're kind of leading the way sort of but there's just so many factors that go into it and so many other groups that are doing it also that just aren't getting as much recognition as bts essentially right so i do think bts is kind of helping get more exposure for korea and k-pop in that sort of way do you like that how it's becoming like more western mainstream or would you rather have it like completely like yeah i don't know okay well okay so (laughs) let me just go on my rant here personally i I'm excited that K-pop is growing. And like I've said this before, like growing up, there's not a lot of representation for Asians. And I think that this is such a great representation for us. Um, Mm -hmm. Even if like I'm not Korean, I think that just seeing not white people is still progress. But I also just feel like there are so many barriers that still need to be broken. And so many people need to become more accepting until we reach like 
where I want it to be, which obviously, like, it's going to take a long time. But I think BTS is really being used at the moment. They're being used for, like, the token diversity. And I'm just... Like, I'm happy for their success, and I don't think that they don't deserve it. I just think, like, they're not as appreciated as they should be, personally. But mm. I, I am glad that it's expanding, because a lot of people are getting a taste of things outside their bubble, which is really cool. That would be me. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, like, there's ups and downs, obviously. Like, it's really cool, but also there are, like, the Korea boos who all of a sudden think that Koreans are perfect and they just want to marry Korean and move to Korea and be Korean, which is not, that's not the takeaway that they should be getting, you know? But yeah, I think K-pop is getting a little bit more mainstream. I, I support it. If, they, if that's what they want to do, I support it. But I also hope that they aren't blinded by that and they kind of like still stick to their roots and stuff, which is kind of what BTS is, is doing. So, you know. It just depends. I, I can't really say too much for the entirety of K-pop anymore in that term because I only really follow a few groups. Mm. But yeah, I, I support all expansion as long as they aren't fully taken advantage of. But then again, you know, I could go on hour-long rant on this, so <laughs> that's just my semi-short answer. <laughs> well, I have another question. Okay. Okay, go. Um, okay, so the first one is like, how did you first get into K-pop? Like, was <laughs> it a person? Was it like YouTube? Like, okay. what was it? Yeah. And then the second question was, when you first started listening to K-pop and you didn't know Korean, like, language at the time and, like, didn't mm-hmm. understand it, how would you, like, rate songs back then compared yeah. to, like, now? kind of thing Mm -hmm. okay so for the first question this is actually a pretty funny story so i got into k-pop in middle school and it wasn't a choice okay (laughs) essentially two of my friends at the time were k-pop listeners like they loved k-pop have been into k-pop for a while and they basically chased me down to listen to it one of them sat on me and the other forced the earphone (laughs) into my my ear so (laughs) i had to listen to the song so then I was I, I remember the song too. It was Purple Line by TVXQ and I was just like, I don't wanna listen to this. Like, stop forcing me to listen to this song. And then I was listening to it, and I'm like, it's pretty good actually. So then from there I think I started to listen to more TVXQ songs because they were the first band. Them and Shiny were the first bands that I got into. Yeah, it was pretty much like from zero to a hundred real quick in terms of me getting into K pop. Wow, aren't you thankful they sat on you and I- <laughs> they legit <laughs> sat on me. Like <laughs> <laughs> I was tackled. I'm sorry. And then, as for the other question, for songs, I'm still not fluent in Korean. So, even the lyrics now, like the first time I listened to it, I don't understand. But this goes for all the songs I listen to. It's pretty much I like to listen to the beat and the vibe of the song more so than the lyrics the first time around. And if I like it, then I'll go back and like listen to it again. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of how it was with K pop as well. Yeah. All right. Actually, I have one more question for you guys. Name okay. Oh no! Name five K-pop songs. Go together. No, I, I can't. I literally <laughs> only know Dynamite. That's boy, boy with, boy love. with love. Dynamite all night. Ice cream. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that counts. It is a K-pop song. That's three. That's true, yeah. Come on, Gangnam Style. <laughs> Gangnam Style. Good job, guys. <laughs> 
Anyways, here are some of my favorite K-pop songs to end off this podcast. My ultimate favorite K-pop song is a song called. Wait, wait, wait! You're oh, not gonna it. get it right. Is it by no, BTS? No, it's not by BTS. Oh, damn, no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, my ultimate favorite, favorite K-pop song is a song called "Goodbye Road" by Icon. I think it is beautiful. Then Magic Shop, really closely tied with Spring Day. Those are BTS songs. I also recommend "Stay" by Blackpink. I loved you by Day Six. Shine by Pentagon is a good one. Cat. You'd like that one because it's fast and you can copy the dance. Shine by Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Blues by Lehigh. She's she's a soloist. Red Velvet, Bad Boy, and Cycle. Those are genius songs, I swear. Beckham's whole entire first album, City Lights, I recommend. And yeah. I mean, I could go on for days about K-pop songs. But yeah, that's all for this episode. Thank you all for listening to me ramble about K-pop. And yeah, that kind of just wraps up the end of our series. At least round one, right? Yep. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. Bye, thank you.